this game. Many levels in this game. Many levels in this game. Hey guys, welcome to the show, welcome to I See Things A Little Differently, hit me up on Spotify, give me five stars, follow me on Instagram at I Am Slow Chemical, this is I See Things A Little Differently, and we are here for episode three review of Gen V, the spinoff of The Boys, and we are in full swing, we're in the second week of December, and just so you guys know, um, by the time you guys hear this, I probably will have recorded all of the episodes, because I have watched all the season, but um... We will t- this 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 season will bleed into next year, as I'm doing it episode by episode. I'm taking everything differently, and as I said, the schedule will be this, and then immediately after this, it will be the the next uh, six weeks of the Invincible. We'll do it episode by episode. Um, you guys seem to prefer when I do it episode by episode. I know there was a few complaints when I was like, "Hey, can you talk about, kind of miss this detail? And what was what this?" And you're right. When I do when I do talk about the seasons, it's Mainly the parts that stick out to me, you know, and the things that I remember. It's not that some things aren't good, it's that I just don't remember them. So, as I was doing this, uh, as I was watching and me taking notes, it actually felt a lot better to do this episode by episode. So, we will get to Invincible, uh, but also we're going to take a break at the end of this, this month because we're going to do the best and worst of the year. Um, and I don't think DC dropped any kind of... I have to, I have to actually go... I've not done my... my um, my research yet. I don't think DC's dropped anything though, so I guess it's gonna be all about Marvel this year. Um, but uh, in fairness, most of the year everybody was on strike, <laughs> you know. So I get it. Um, well, DC dropped Shazam, you know. But I, yeah, I'll leave that there. But yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do that. We, that's what we do every year. It's a tradition. So we will have that one Wednesday, that final Wednesday of this month. Um, that we will dedicate to this, but then we'll finish up. Uh, it will bleed into the, the next year. So just so you guys know um, what the, the plan is again, but just reminding. So as this week we're talking about episode three, uh, Kate and Andre, um, just to start off with a bang, they end up hooking up. Um, as I said in part in, ep- in the review episode two, I felt their chemistry much better than I felt the chemistry for her and Luke, Kate and Luke. So we'll find out why that was later on, um, but it was clear they it's clear they care about each other. But they hooked up, um, and then later on at the gala, this this was a this was very very um, interesting um, uh, to me. Uh, they had this awkward moment where Kate says we should talk, should we talk about the intercourse, and Andre says yeah. So that was to me. Let's tell you the writing is so good on these two shows. It's because that makes you think that's the first time they fucked up. And spoiler, it isn't. And so, it's one of those things where it's just, for me, I'm like, okay. And they never have that conversation. But that line is thrown in there by the writers as a way to say, hey, Luke is dead. It was clear they were both love, loyal to Luke, so it makes sense. I've seen that in real life before. Um, a good friend of mine who I used to work with, she was married to somebody, he had a best friend. The dude had some disease. He had been catching some disease, 
uh, and he dies. And so the best friend and the, and the widow get close and they end up falling in love. And now they're married. And I, I was just at their house, what, a year ago and, and, and it's somewhere in Colorado and um, visiting them before I, uh, my move. Um, and that's how their story goes. So I've seen that before, you know. So, but, but to throw that line in there was, was, was good. And I remember after watching this episode, my first thought was they never had a conversation. And they were still in the same scenes. So it wasn't like like you didn't see it again, but I, but I kept that in the back of my mind. I was like, that's something to that. But anyways, um, they hook up, and so um, they're trying to figure out their next move. But Kate tells Andre, hey, you need to, she's adamant, you need to stay away from there. You need to have a better plan. You need to do this. You need to do that, right? She's very adamant about this. We'll find out later why. And meanwhile, Emma and Marie begin to care more about each other. They're fighting. They're fighting. But it's clear they care about each other, too. The, the more that Emma, because Emma's just a sweet, she just wants to be loved, and she wants to love, you know, it's not like she wants to, it's not like she wants to just be loved and take in the adulation and, and just be a, a dick, no, she wants to love and be loved, and so, and those two just, you could, the way they fight, they fight like sisters, and I, I remember I thought to myself, I said, this is the relationship that Maria would probably have with her younger sister, because it comes, it just comes completely off that way to me. And we end up finding out that Emma, we think, or just what she thinks, in order for her to get small, she has to purge. So essentially, it's an eating disorder. And a, a vlogger is the one that ends up exposing it because she's looking for more clicks, which is a shitty move. Um, and she, she befriends, I'm doing air quotes here, because doing air quotes, she befriends Emma and, and gets this information. So you know, some people make a fun of her, some people I feel bad for her. You know, but in the day, Emma's just, she's, she, Emma is the tragedy of this season. When she gets a win, she gets a loss as well. It, it, it can't be just one, <laughs> you know, and it's such, and it's so shitty. It's just so shitty. But like, she's the real tragedy. You, she's the one you're rooting for in this entire season, but she just can't catch a break, you know, a, a good one for very long. Um, Emma ends up being asked to go undercover by Andre. Um, because he knows she can get small and to find out where Sam is because he knows the room that Sam is in but he wants to know Sam is safe so she gets small uh, Sam ends up seeing it's her because uh, this dude he's super powerful he's, it's clear he's probably the most powerful soup as a kid and so they end up talking and bonding and so there's a camera in there but, so, but Emma doesn't get big she stays small but they see him talking to somebody on the camera and all of a sudden uh, he puts her this bookshelf and says, hey, do not hit the ground because it's, it's about to be electrocuted. Wait till electricity is there. And so all of a sudden, the electricity hits, a guy comes in, and now he's looking all over there trying to figure out who he's talking to, but they can't see Emma because Emma is micro. She is very, very tiny. And so they start beating Sam up. Well, the one guy, the one guard does. They start starts beating Sam up. And Emma sees this, but Emma's already felt a bond. She's clearly attracted to him already. So Emma goes into the guy's, the security guard's ear. And she kills him. And then the episode ends, and we're going to get to some other parts in the episode as well. But the episode ends with Emma coming out of the other ear, looking up, and now other guards are there. And she's like, holy shit. You know, so it looks like she's in danger. But um, essentially, Andre... He keeps disappearing, and finally Polarity's like, hey, dude, why are you fucking up your future? His dad's like that, and he's like, yo, like, I'm trying to be a hero, and so he tells 
um, his dad about the woods. And his dad pulls him close and says, hey, who have you told? He says, nobody. He says, well, you need to not tell anybody you need to shut the fuck up. Otherwise, I can't protect you. So now you know that Polarity knows about the woods. Now you know that it's not, you know, it's a shock to uh, Andre because he wants to be like his dad. You know, but his dad's like, you need to stay the course here. But, of course, his dad is a benefactor, so his dad would know, you know, um, what's going on. Um, we also find out in this episode that they all have benefactors. All the top ten have benefactors. Um, and now Marie's jumped up to number, I, th- I think Marie's number two or number eight or something like that. Yeah, I think she's like, Andre's still number one. Marie's number two. Jordan stays at number five. And Jordan can't, she can't handle it. But, um... Essentially, we end up seeing how Jordan was born as a boy. The power that manifested, though, was a gender swapping. He could become a, a woman. And the dad has a huge problem with it because it's, it's his firstborn son. So he only sees it as his son. And so Jordan is trying to make sure he gets... He's trying to talk to all the benefactors he can. No one's really feeling him. You know, it's about Andre and about Marie. And... The parents, his parents pulled uh, a benefactor to the side. Jordan acts out by turning into a woman mid-conversation. And so now you see the, the conversation that, need, that, that needs to happen between Jordan and the dad. And Jordan just walks away as a woman. And so they just made a surprise trip up there as well for the gala. You also see that Emma's mom makes an, a, a surprise appearance as well. So now we're seeing the, the family dynamics of the other characters outside Polarity and Andre, outside Marie and her pan, or her family or whatever. And you see how it's all kind of fucked up. Emma's mom wants to start a reality show about her eating disorder. Well, then Emma is so insulted and offended that she then reveals, well, my mom taught me how to do it. So now the producer is like, this is fucking great television. We can make millions off of this shit. But the mom is obviously pissed, right? And so, um, that's just part of the dynamics of it all, which is crazy. But this gala essentially is a reason to bring in the families. And we see the dynamics. We see how fucked up everything is. But the one thing I go to, and Marie ends up, um, because it's it's less of Kate and more of Jordan, uh, who is still giving Marie shit. And Marie's like, look here, I killed my parents. That's how I realized what my power was, blah, blah, blah. And so then it finds out, you find out Kate's backstory, how Kate didn't know she had the power to tell people to do, but she was touching her brother. She told her brother to go in the woods and never come back, and he actually did. And so that's her origin story, is essentially she killed her brother, you know? And so then um, Jordan makes a, a joke. It wasn't, it was, she was like, what well, killed my grandparents? And Kate says, no, you didn't. Yeah, no, but I felt left out. But that's when you see the bonding moment between Marie, Jordan, and Kate. So now you actually have these moments where they do realize, okay, she's not the stucky prissy bitch. Like, she actually does want to be left alone. You know, she wants to keep her head down. This is a story I told in episode, last week about this, about my own experience with just trying to keep your head down, how well that works out. Um, but, yeah, so essentially you, you see how it brings people together um, and you see the bond that's beginning to form uh, with all the main characters. So... Um, overall, I thought this was a strong episode. I thought this was an episode that was needed for everyone's backstory. So that way, either you care about some characters or you don't. The one thing the boys is very good at is making you care about characters and you get enough of everybody. Obviously, the main characters are, are Huey, Homelander, Starlight, and um, Butcher. But you get the other characters too. That in, Either you care about their backstories or you don't. 
this was a way of making you either you care about Kate or you don't. Either you care about Sam or you don't. Emma, etc. So you get to know all their backstories and to see how Kate is right in this whole thing. Kate actually says it in this episode. I said last week, but she said in this episode, she was like, hey, your parents are the one who put you, who drugged you for a dollar. Fuck them. They deserved every bit of it. That's a very true statement. A very fucking true statement. So, anyways, um, that is your review of episode three. I thought this was an overall strong episode. The episodes would get much stronger as we get the, to the crescendo, but we are five episodes from that. So we have a ways to go. But either way, um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, check me out on Spotify. Like, follow, subscribe. I'm So Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. We're out.